What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by my family. First up, the first ladies in the building, Miss Mary Almonte. Hey. <laughs> and then we also have BTG, Bailey the Great. What's going on, B? I bet y'all wish I knew what we were just talking about. I bet you they do, but not going to happen. Not going to happen. That is in the archives. Then we also have the hip-hop... Uh, historian himself, the red wine kind of sewer marquees in the building. I guess everybody's trying to get ahead. Mm. <laughs> mm. Great, great that. That was that was inside joke. You guys will never know what's going on with that. Uh, so first off, before we this even... just sounds really bad. I'm it like does. the only chick in here, and then y'all say things like this. It isn't me, everyone. Listen, at this point, Mary, <laughs> listen. Everybody already knows you more of a nigga than any three of us on this uh, panel. Yo, I was thinking the same <laughs> goddamn thing. And she do be playing a role, though. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a lady. Yeah. I'm a lady. I don't know what you speak of. <laughs> I don't get down with the fuckery, niggas. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. So one thing that dropped literally right before we started, a couple hours before we started recording, I'm just gonna throw in here real quick. I sent it to you guys. Did you guys get to see the little like comedy promo clip for Mal and Rory's new podcast? That shit was hilarious. That shit was fucking awesome. I don't know if they're gonna be able to keep that vibe up, but that shit was fucking hilarious. All the sh- the little subtle shots of Joe Budden, that shit was fucking funny as hell. Uh, Mary Marquis, did you guys get a chance to watch it? Yes, not. and what was funnier was Joe Button's tweet after it. Oh, he did? I haven't seen. What did he He tweet? was like, these shots with like those emojis, and it was like double entendre, because yeah. was it those shots, or was it the next shots? Like, mm. pretty cool. <laughs> okay, alright. This is entertaining. This is like my novella now, so... it's it, You know, it's so funny, because hip-hop is so watered down, and we have so many rappers... In like the podcast space, it's just like podcast beef is generally whack as hell. But like this one is kind—it's of, not really a beef. It's like people who know each other and like throwing those little digs. That's just—that's funny. That's funny. So like Rory's whole thing of like, well, I was an accountant, but I technically wasn't an accountant, and that's why I got fired from my last job because I asked about the accounting. It was just fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that shit was that, that that was well written and well executed on that part. If this is a part of a rollout, they're doing a, a fucking good job. Oh, yeah. they've The YouTube channel's launched. Uh, they already got over 22,000 subscribers to it, so... Yeah. yeah. That 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 I have me tuned in. That's all for that alone. Definitely. I mean, and then, of course, you have to see how it continues to go after, like, the whole Joe Button thing has died down, because at the end of the day, that's only going to go so far. They have to have the content, the delivery, and... and a show that people are going to tune into. So that's going to be the interesting part of how they flesh that out. But we already know when it comes to uh podcast and well, anything, you just got to be consistent with it. Definitely. Definitely. Well, moving on. Which we from, are. We are definitely uh, moving on from that. So former empire star uh, Bashir, is that you say gray? Uh, and it's funny, uh, Mary, didn't you like interview like his mom or something? Uh, I did. And his mom was a victim of domestic violence from his dad. Okay. And I interviewed her on a red carpet at an event celebrating victims of domestic violence. And she really did open up to me and told me how, like, he knocked her teeth out. So some of her teeth were fake. Like, it was a really serious 
situation. So I'm so disappointed to like see that he's doing that behavior that his mom survived. Like it's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy uh, that it dem- that you know him seeing. And I guess it's not really crazy, isn't the word? Because you see a lot of people who did witness domestic violence end up being in that themselves, whether they accept it or they become uh, people who do domestic violence. Um, and it just, it sucks to see a young black man be caught up in something like that. And the fact that SWAT got involved, uh, he's going to probably face some serious jail time. But uh, it's just unfortunate. It's just an unfortunate situation. Uh, Marky, you got anything to add? Instead of your eyes agree, your eyes going to jail. <laughs> Are you and Baylor like having role reversal tonight? <laughs> it's like it's like the battle of who can say the most dad jokes. It's hilarious. Yes. Yeah, what about you, Baylor? Uh, this kind of reminds me of uh, the the Chris Brown incident. You know what I mean? Because I I know how protective and just like it's like all mama's boys we're protective of our moms but i remember him really speaking on before the rihanna incident like you know what his mom went through and things like that and then you fast forward you had the rihanna incident uh yeah man um once that SWAT team show up it's over but i was gonna say only jay-z showed up swat showed up here yeah that's what i'm saying swat like what the fuck was going down to where SWAT needed to show up? Like, I can see. Do you know yeah. what has to happen when SWAT gets called in? Like, no, you he... expect some heavy artillery. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he like had guns bomb, in the like house and he was like not allowing her. I don't want to speculate. I don't want to speculate. I don't even want to add that. But you know, like, just the fact that SWAT got called in. That's... Were they in the elevator? Because, <laughs> I mean, you know. Moving on. We're going to go ahead. We're going to keep that right on moving. We are not even going to go into that. So, uh, Drake brought his son out at the Billboard Music Awards. And the thing that's funny, A, it's, it's great to see you do that. I'm a father. I love seeing shit like that, even if I don't. But what's funny is that Pusha T started trending after Drake brought out his son, which this is just fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Another, I'm not, I knew you were going to say that, Baylor. I knew you were going to say that. Now, did that you guys know? And I didn't even, I've never seen this. There's actually an interview, and I can't remember the platform, that Drake did like a year and a half ago where he admitted that Pusha T won. So, like, everybody knows that Pusha won. I just like the rubber band. I don't know, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. But when uh push comes to shove. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that Pusha T was trending, uh, it's, just, it's just funny. And, you know, you saw all the tweets about Push a uh, bullying Drake into being a father and all that shit, but fuck Ooh, like, bullying. <laughs> <laughs> oh and so God, it was it was on man. it was on the Rap Radar podcast, uh, just doing r- real quick, and I'm I'm quoting Drake directly. I tip my hat to the chess move. It was a genius play in a game of chess. It definitely warranted my first loss in the competitive sport of rapping. That is a quote from Drake about the beef with him. Yeah. That was beyond rap, bro. That was rape. That was that was murder. <laughs> Woo! It's the best fucking you ever had in your life, nigga. Mm. I'm sorry. I yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary, you kind of quiet over there. Anything to add? No, I don't. I mean, like I said, the first person I thought of when I saw that was Baylor, and I was waiting for him to say what he said. So, but I mean, yeah. To that effect, it was <laughs> that was serious. So. Yeah. Something that didn't get much, at least news coverage, where I'm at, maybe you guys being on the East Coast, it did, and something that, you know, in me researching for topics for this, there was a Universal Hip Hop Museum that ground that uh, did their first groundbreaking. People like LL Cool J, Nas, Little Kim, Fat Joe, Naughty by Nature, 
Grandmaster Flash and Slick Rick all showed up to this groundbreaking, and it's apparently going to be in the Bronx. Um, and so I wanted to put this on the list because who, if no one else, should be talking about a hip-hop museum? We should be talking about it here on the number one podcast for the culture. What do you think about ground being broken for a physical hip-hop uh, history museum? And I'll go to the hip-hop historian himself first. Marquis, why didn't you get hired for this? This is the perfect job for you. <laughs> Acquiring minds want to know. Um, <clears throat> hip hop started out in the Bronx in the park. So that's everything. I love what they're doing. They're keeping hip hop alive. And there's a bridge that's that's being built. And it appears to be um, those, the forefathers, basically, you know, Nas and the rest of them, um, where they're bringing the culture back, the purity of it all. And they're reminding you, like, look, you know, there is a rock and roll of fame and everything, but. This is true, the true art, the true form of what hip-hop was. And, and where we are now, the, the pop-hop or whatever it is, I think it's important that these bridges get built so the new generation understands and respects the culture. So when we watch things like, you know, The Heights or Hamilton, the roots of that came from pure hip-hop. And this is what made it, you know, mainstream and everything. But the, the artists, the people that are bringing this to life, I mean... Remember, hip hop is, is is a sport. This was battle. This was, you know, um, um, camaraderie. Yes, but this, you had a certain genesis qua that you had to have. You know, a certain bravado. Now that you have all these these uh, brilliant minds aligned, it's it's magnificent. And what they're doing for, um, what they're going to use the the other portion of the building for? Yeah, fucking yeah. amazing. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. See that's that's giving back. This 542 is five hundred and forty two units of permanently affordable housing. What could what what else could you ask for? Like, yeah. they're not only creating a music museum; they're also creating you know homes where people can afford the shit. That shit, is, I love it. I love it. I mean, I can go on this topic all day, but I think um this is probably one of the, the some of the best news I've heard this month. Seriously, almost this year, like a lot's happened. This is fucking magnificent. Absolutely, absolutely, Mary. I mean, it's dope. It's actually been in the works for a really long time. Um, like I'm talking years. So to finally see the groundbreaking come to fruition was really cool. It was all over the news here in New York. Um, but I guess that's <laughs> for obvious reasons. I, yeah. I didn't know about the affordable housing though. I knew about this, but that's insane. Yeah. No, that is dope. But I mean, and we need, and I think there's more of this in the works, but we definitely need more, you know, organizations that pay homage to hip-hop, but also fulfill hip-hop's mission, right? Because hip-hop was born of struggle, and it was really like struggle music. It was like people who were feeling oppressed expressing, and especially in the Bronx, you know, during political turmoil during that time. I mean, I don't know if everyone's seen the get down here, but if that was such a history lesson in the politics in the Bronx that basically gave way to the birth of hip hop. Um, and it was so beautifully done. I think I felt like we talked about the get down in yeah, another we did. episode we did. in the past. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. So honestly, um, I think it really is like a great marriage of the mission and the, the legacy. So I'm, I'm hyped for it. Awesome. Awesome. Baylor. <sighs> you know, I had a joke. Uh, when Marquise had brought up, uh, you know, them building a bridge, um, you know, it had something to do towards Queens, but you know, by them placing it in the Bronx, 
<laughs> it's just, it's just dope. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Mary and Key said what they said. The bridge is not over. <laughs> the bridge is not over. <laughs> Very good. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Let's move into the next topic. So we got a couple of things coming from Versus. First, the rematch that was, uh, you know, hyped a little bit, but we didn't know who exactly it was going to be has now been officially uh, said that it's going to be Timberland versus Swiss. A remake, uh, remit, uh, sorry, rematch of the first Versus. What do you guys think about this? Well, uh, first of all, what I think is, are y'all going to be in the group chat with me for this one? <laughs> we were in the group chat for the last one with you. Come on now. Give us some credit. I know we had a, a, a rough patch there, but we, we stepped it up. We stepped it up. Yes, we'll be there. I'll be there at least. I, okay. So here's my feedback. I feel like what are they going to do that they haven't already done? Because I saw the first, I saw the performance that sparked the idea for Versus at Summer Jam, right? So there was that one. And then they had the actual verses against each other. So I'm curious to see like if there's going to be a different spin on it. I think what we've seen verses become now with like random appearances like I I really think what what I expect this one to be is we're going to see a lot of faces that actually perform the music that they're going to be putting out there and I think that's what's going to make this one different. <clears throat> okay. I also think Swizz is cheating because X album's coming out Friday. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a little we got a little push, but I agree that'd be dope. If those performances, the the artists come out and perform, that'd be magnificent. Yeah. That's my new word for today. Magnificent. Magnificent. That'll be the name of the episode. There you go. Magnificent. Um <laughs> Baylor, this Sunday. Cheers. This Sunday, Swiss Beats versus Timberland in a rematch. What do you, what's your expectations for it? I don't care. Look, at this point, I feel like if there's not like, and, and don't get me wrong, they are legendary, but I'm looking for legendary artists or I'm looking for the antics. So you might, this one, I might not care about, but I'm definitely tuning in to see Soulja Boy Bow Wow. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay, we'll get all, to right, that. all right. But in general, like that's, that's going to be my interest depending on who they... Like, I'm not tuning in every week, or I'm not tuning in every matchup because I honestly don't care about every matchup. We got to get an appearance from Missy Elite on this one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. On the Timbaland side, yeah. yeah. for sure, for sure. You, you almost yeah. have to. Um, yeah, and I mean, and it, this is a... You you already know uh, Swizz is going to is gonna play the Bath Salt song. He has to. At that point, it'll be officially released, so we're definitely going to get that. And I wouldn't be surprised if it kind of ends with that and we get uh, Jay Z. Well, no, that's the thing. I don't. I don't see. I can see Nas showing up. I can't see Jay showing up for something like that. But if he did, yeah. Now, if they want, if they, if they want to leave us with an impression, having Jay mm-hmm. come out to do that verse would be fucking. You, be it'd be bananas. It would shut, di- shut everything different. down. Yeah, yeah um, it's different. Uh, but Baylor, I'll come to you first on this one since you already alluded to it. Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. This this I don't understand this one because I think I personally think that Bow Wow is gonna wash him, but that's just my opinion. What do you think, man? Oh yeah, look, I'm not care. I don't care who's gonna win. Like I just want to hear them talk. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's it, man. It, it's more. It's probably more so on Soldier Boy side. For sure. I'm just I'm just here for the characters, and you know what? They did have. They had some tracks though. Yeah. You know. What I don't I mean? know if now, they got twenty was- each, but they at least got about twelve each. But what? But the one thing that Versus has taught us is that some of these cats were involved in some stuff that we did not know. That is true. So we might, so we might find out 
that Soldier Boy, everything Soldier Boy claimed that he was behind. <laughs> you know what I mean? It you might be. And what's funny is that did you guys see the social media reaction when people realized that that She Make It Clap song was a Soldier Boy song? People had no fucking idea. And like to see. Really? Yeah, which I knew it from the first. Like he literally says Soldier within the first five seconds of the song. So like right. people who didn't know just, again, this is why people don't listen to lyrics. They don't, they literally don't listen to anything but the chorus. Because to see so many people be shocked that it was, that it was a Soldier Boy song was like, how did you know? He literally says Big Draco and Soldier the first 10 seconds of the song. But yeah, side note, I don't want yeah. to get this derailed. And, 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 and kind of, it kind of hurt. It kind of, this is what bothers me about hip hop is that I honestly believe that we do need subcategories because I think more artists would be appreciated more. When you place everything under hip hop, mm-hmm. you'll have some of the old heads and the younger. That's where we clash yeah. because. Cast that grew up in the late 70s, early 80s, uh, it's going to argue probably with the 90s, the golden era. And then you got the early 2000s, and then you have now, or the, you know, 2010s and stuff like that. And it's like, we've, we've created so many uh, subcategories, but we're putting it in one gumbo pot. And when you put too much shit in one pot, it might not taste that good. That's fair. That's fair. Marky? Um, so, yeah, I, I like Soldier Boy shit. You remember that song Wowzers on um, I'm Not a Human Being too. My tongue is an Uzi, my dick is an AK, Mm-mm. with Trina and Lil Wayne. It's re- literally not ringing a single bell. Mm-mm. The beat is hard. Oh, when he God. first when it first came, I was like, "Who the fuck did this beat?" It was him. Soldier got some shit. Wait, I was so- watching this. Um, Soldier produced. Soldier, yes. I didn't even fucking know that. I had no yes. fucking idea. Okay, well, yeah. It, and as soon as it starts off, he said, "Soldier on the track, Soldier on on the beat." Yeah, he produces too. Okay. It was funny. Um, I was watching this this little video. I don't know if y'all caught it. When this guy said, um, how to make Soldier Boy appear. And he went in the bathroom and said, I was the first nigga to and Soldier Boy appear. Nigga, I was the first nigga to make it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, um, Bow Wow's a legend. So, you know, shout out to Bow Wow. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see, like, the way Soulja Boy tells stories, the way that he's animated and everything is going to be a great Drake? night. <laughs> Mary, what <Drake>? do you think? <laughs> Mary, what's your expectations for Soulja Boy versus Bow Wow? Well, my initial thoughts were, and I put this in our group chat, that Soulja Boy does not have enough joints <laughs> to really compete with Bow Wow. From a commercial standpoint, Bow Wow had way more, I mean, and started way earlier. Mm-hmm. Um... But there are probably a lot of little nuggets like Marquis just pointed out that might keep might surprise people and keep Soldier Boy in the game. So I guess we'll see. <laughs> I can't say this is the one I'm most excited about, but yeah, I'm gonna be there for it. For the I, culture. I just did a, a quick search on, on Soldier Boy songs, right? And all right, so just off the top, we got Kiss Me Through the Phone, Crank That, Pretty Boy Swag. Turn my swag on, soldier go- girl, uh, donk. She make it clap, bird walk, and that's Yo, really super. He got some. He oh, got Superman. some haymakers though. Yeah, he got some haymakers. Booty though. meat. I forgot about that one. Um, I mean, and that's just his songs. We that's not even yeah, counting shit look- that he appeared on. So he may have the twenty. Hey, I don't, I don't, I, y'all look at it as a lot. Like, I don't because we came, we came into these battles before thinking. That it was gonna be lopsided on one side, and then nah, I think this is probably the most. This probably besides the Fab and Jada, this is probably the most even one to me. Mm. 
I will say this. Uh, Bow Wow can probably extend his catalog a little bit longer than Soldier Boy, but I think Soldier has enough to, you know, go to the fourth quarter. Mm. Makes sense. Makes sense. But I just want to be there for the entertainment. That's it. I don't really care. I feel they, got they, they got their flowers on the music. I ain't tripping about that. I just want to hear them talk. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. If I can put them, if I can put them two in a room with with uh with Ghost and, wow. <laughs> and Rayquan, <laughs> I wouldn't see that man. That's entertainment right there. Oh, no, because somebody end up getting smacked like that's just and, go, and Ghost will do the smacking exactly. Like he, yeah, Rayquan would as well. Somebody Ghost, just just <laughs> Ghost, like. All right, you know he he made his own video game system, so you know. Oh man, listen. All right, we're moving on from that bullshit. Uh, DMX, uh, they released a song from his upcoming album. This one is DMX and Griselda called Hood Blues. Who wants to take this one away first? What's your opinion on this track? Um, DMX probably should have went. He should have went first on that one. Okay, is that your only critique of it? Them Griselda niggas, they. Man, <laughs> it seemed like they sent that shit right back. Like we're done, buddy. And they, <laughs> they, they did that. They did that. I wonder if this was like supposed to be a Griselda song featuring DMX, and it didn't make the album or something. And they gave that's it to what him it for this. Like. Yeah, because that's what that sounds. Yeah. yeah, that's what that sounds like. I almost feel like it is wrong for us to critique Exodus or and anything off of it. Why is that? No, I don't. Um, it's so fresh, like. X just left us. You know it, what I mean? it, it's so su- it me, is super fresh, but uh, like, correct me if I'm wrong. This album was completed before he passed, right? Like, this was going to be the album regardless. Okay. It was. Um, I don't know about production wise if it was completed, but uh-huh. I do know that. Yeah, but still, it just feels like no matter what, this is going to be sacred to me because this was his parting gift to us. So I. I think I'll reserve any negative commentary <laughs> regardless. That's fair. I respect that. Respect that. Marquis? As far as parting, I love the, the shots of him and his kids and stuff like that. I love watching like those things. His album is just going to be his album. I think it was recorded, like you said, prior to this. Um, the guest appearances make me great, but I love the images of him and his, with his, his kids. Like that's all I can think of right now with X. You know, I, I do miss him, but all that, that uncovered story, the stories are starting to hear about him yeah. behind the scenes and everything. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, X was a special dude, and it's it's like there was a video. Uh, I started to repost, but I was like, you know what? I I don't know. But if him talking about he was supposed to do a remix with Sean Paul, and they didn't want to send him the track, and like the whole way that he ended it, saying like, yeah, the it, it's just, the X was just a, a crazy dude, and he was fucking. And he loved music. That was the thing. You can get that from like he loves music, not even just rap music. Period. So, I mean, one of my favorite videos of him that emerged, like, at, you know, um, you know, it was prior to his passing, but when he was, you know, sick or whatever, um, was him, like, jamming out to Lisa Lisa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he was literally, like, backstage at a concert with freestyle music, like, jamming. So, yeah. Fair enough. All right, we, well. We'll we, be... look, we won't see. Just how it, like, will we ever see that again? What? Like, that. That type of personality in hip hop, or just that that oh no no never never I don't think not even hip hop. But think about all the personalities we get to see now, all the the celebrities, you know, podcasters, everything like that. Have we are we ever going to see something like that again? No, because even with all the all the amount of personality we get, it all seems artificial. Like there's nobody who's going to be a, uh, 
not afraid or open enough to share their darkness with us like they did, like like DMX did. Like part of the reason, like we all have an affinity for DMX because we basically got to see him go from somebody who like literally like talked about depression, openly cried or whatever, to seeing him be this like old man who just had fun and like was dead. Like him passing annihilators out at the verses is fucking one of the best moments for the culture of all the verses. Like I don't think I don't think there ever will be another one like DMX. I don't I don't think. I don't think with the mind frame that this generation has, that even if there was somebody, they wouldn't make it as big as DMX was able to make it. And it's, I don't, I don't want them to be like that, but I'm just, just be as genuine and as real and as, as reachable. Like yeah. Jay is not reachable anymore. Like you're not, you're not reaching Jay. You know what I mean? Like he's untouchable. He's behind the scenes. Um, no one, there's no access to any of our artists or, and I'm not saying I want to, I'd like to break bread with them, have a conversation. You know what I mean? Like to be a real person or to see their story, see their struggles what we see is real. Like, I love that about X. And yeah, I mean, Nas is doing his thing, which I appreciate for the culture, but again, Nas is is on his throne. You know what I mean? So it's not, you're not going to see that dark side. You're just going to see exactly what he, he wants, wants you to see. see because he's a businessman. I don't I don't know of any personalities like... We won't. I think that's why just, we get... Let I me tell you, another legendary, another legendary X moment for me in, this, in the vein of this conversation was when he went on 106 in Park and he was like, yeah, this is going to be my last album because I have a family to feed and niggas ain't paying me. So I think that's super whack. It was just like, I mean, I remember being like in high school when that happened, but I still was like, yeah, he should be paid. Like, so yeah, I don't think anyone speaks. I don't think, I think everyone is so, especially with social media now, everyone's so hyper aware of their image that people aren't as candid anymore. Like, I don't think there's people like that in general. I, I think everybody is a one of one, no matter how many traits they have of another person. They are one on one. We're not going to get another Michael Jordan because even Kobe Bryant wasn't Michael Jordan. And we're not going to get another Kobe Bryant. We're not going to get another Nipsey who stand who who bought the same plaza that he was kicked out of. We're not going to get a DMX. I will I would love to kick it. Just chill. Don't talk any business, no none of that. I would just love to chill with old dirty bastard right now. Mm. We're not going to get characters like that no more. And when I say characters, that's not a disrespect. That's part of their personality. That's 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 real right there. Everybody is different. You know what I mean? I might take some traits from Marquise and Mary and Hayes, but I'm still Baylor at the end of the day. And nothing can replace that, not even their seeds. But but what I think what Mary was touching on is to be as genuine and not afraid of being canceled. This is who I am. This is what I believe in. I have my shit. I'm putting it out there for you for the world to see, and I have no problem with it. I accept who I am. I, you need to accept me, and if you don't, fuck it. The pox, the the ODBs, you know what I mean? Like, we don't yeah, but the, I think I think the viral world messed that up. I think I think the 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 death of Nipsey messed that up to where when you are when you are able to go up to someone and actually physically touch them, that is over because of what happened with him. I think it's over in general because the the real authentic personalities, if they keep it that way. That's not gonna go viral. That's just there. That's just for it's, their we cult live, we, live in, we live in a world of Takashi Six Nine now, where everything is heightened. Like even if it is an aspect of your personality, it's hiding heightened to make it seem like it's bigger than what it is. Like I don't, I don't think we have the genuineness that we did have with most of these artists. There's right. one person I know who just doesn't have the personality that doesn't give a shit about anybody's opinion, Kyrie Irving. But the shit that comes out of his mouth, man, he just 
it's not executed correctly. I think. Oh yeah. Well, see, but the man. thing is, is that you have to not only be open, you have to be relatable. Kyrie Irving is no longer relatable to any fucking. He's very introvert. He's an introvert. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a combination of. But when, but but when you talk about a player like Ron Artest that doesn't mind going up to Venice Beach and playing in Black Air Force Ones with total strangers, yeah. that's he what was definitely about. in that, that class was, yeah. of people yeah, who just was unapologetically himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But his talent made it where everyone embraced it. <laughs> And 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 this is the cold part about it, like, and I'm talking to everybody in the world, like, we know. You know when you're in front of a real person. We know when it's authentic. And we can tell when you're putting it on for a show. We can tell when you want to go viral. Yeah. Did everybody watch that um, Ron Artest um, documentary? Oh, oh my God. God. One, of, one of my favorite lines he said, he was talking to Kobe, and Kobe got mad at him. He was like, you know, Kobe, you know, my name is World Peace now. He was like, bruh. How do you think you get peace through war? Get aggressive. Mm. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, all right, moving in on from that one. It's time for Black People Like Rock 2, presented by the one and only Marquee. What's going on, bro? What you got for us today? What the dig? Um, last week, we reviewed, or we talked about 21 Pilots' album. Again, they did um, that soundtrack, or the song Heathens for um, the Suicide Squad soundtrack. Album came out. Nah, nah. So, that's my album review. Um... <laughs> In the vein of <laughs> Rock the Bells, actually had uh, one of the greatest guitarists, Tom Morello, who is the uh, founder or co-founder of Rage Against the Machine, also uh, the band he founded with um, Chris Cornell, Audio Slave. He also did a few things um, with Public Enemy, Be Real. Um, he's actually featured, you know, on, on uh, Rock the Bells Radio, as you know, speaking about what he does, how he did it. And in that vein, I would like to talk about some of the greatest black guitarists. Any, um, any, you guys, aside from, of course, the Jimi Hendrix Prince, um, anyone you guys have an affinity for? You knocked out my two, so. Go for it. No, I said you knocked out my two. Oh. Mm-hmm. Slash from Guns N' Roses. He was biracial, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. Right. I wasn't thinking of him either, but. Okay. B.B. King, Lenny Kravitz. True, true. Muddy Waters. I gotta bring up uh, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley. Ike. Yeah. Ike. I didn't want to I bring mean, him up, but but I mean, you know what, Baylor? That's it. <laughs> no, but the way this fucking show jumps in. oh shit um, give me Marquis okay Marquis Marquis got one that you didn't mention unless I missed Go you ahead. saying his name We A we didn't say James Brown which is a huge travesty okay on top of and that Prince well, he Prince. did he said I Prince said, I said, he said Prince. Prince oh uh, Curtis Mayfield ooh ooh mm. okay okay George Clinton right did he actually okay. play the guitar? Yeah, he played guitar, yeah. All right. All right. Who's playing the guitar in Earth, Wind, and Fire? Good question. Good question. <laughs> we should find that out. Yeah, I got computers. Come Wait on. Wait a second. Okay. Pause everything. Pause everything. Quest fucking love, bro. He plays guitar? Fuck 
fuck yeah, Questlove plays the guitar. I thought he knew that's play, crazy. Um, he played the drums. He and he plays the guitar. He plays the I guitar did not know too. that. I never. Uh, he doesn't play guitars for the Roots. Yes, Shout out to, to a good Aquarian brother right there, who is in tune with his vibrations. He had a dope post just before I joined the show that I was very inspired by. Okay. Marquise. Yes, sir. Tito Jackson. All right, so that's not, that's not. I'm dead serious. All right, uh, you know why do you always have to find the toxic people? Because oh he my. is a toxic <laughs> motherfucker. Like that, that. <laughs> Tito James. I mean Jackson. I said Tito James. <laughs> James. Goodbye. <laughs> Alan Wolf. God yeah. damn, bro. You know what? Marquis Tito like Jackson wasn't killing it. Tito Jackson wasn't killing it for the Jackson Five. I don't know. I thought he was playing you know, bass. What you mean? What you mean? Wait a second. Wait a second. Though. Wait a second. Wasn't Jermaine the guitar player? <laughs> anyway, what's going on, ladies? It could have been both of them. Look, hey, <laughs> pops with they ass so much, they probably all could play the guitar. All right, any, anything left? What else you got for us, Marky? Before we move things for you. Um, and next week we'll talk about this. Number one, uh, finding out Johnny Cash's first wife was actually black. I have to dig into that because. Uh, yeah. Did they, did they, did they conveniently leave that out of the film? Conveniently? Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be, I'll be super interested to talk about that next week because yeah, that we was... talk about that. When, when that got in our group chat, I literally... Because I, I watched that film and I'm like, wait a second, that wasn't... What happened? Wait, that wasn't in the film. I think Mary even mentioned it, didn't you, Mary? I'm glad you said that. I got something that I want to bring next week, too. Okay, what's that? Replicas. Mm. In hip hop specifically? No, 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 no. Oh no. I remember Fab got hit a long time ago. I got a story about that. No, but replicas in general in the shoe game right now. Oh, okay. Cool. Definitely. Mm. That'll, That'll be a good one okay. next week. Replicas or bootlegs? <laughs> Because I got a story to tell about that. Oh shit! Oh bootlegs, yeah, you do. I, I, yeah, I know about that. Bootlegs, one. I'm scary. Uh, but the replicas, man, I got something for that one. All right, cool. So the list my last thing, I do want to review Aaron Jones' album. Um, he's from Seattle, black um rocker. He kind of sounds. Uh, you can hear the influence of Nirvana, um, but not as 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 grunge. But um, I do want to review that album next week. Um, I had some snip. I heard some snippets. Sounds pretty good. But hey, Ron, we want to get you up and interview you. So get ready. Oh, and Marquise, I do want to do this. Uh, like at least, I don't know, maybe like once or twice a month, send me an album or two to listen to. Okay. You got it. All right, cool. Moving in as we get ready to head down towards the last couple of topics in the show. We got uh, Jay-Z will actually be appearing on the first episode of the new uh, season of The Shop, Uninterrupted, which is uh, LeBron James' series. Uh, I know we talked about him not, not showing up for something like Versus, but are we surprised that he's showing up to this? Are we, are we surprised that this is something he's confirmed to do? Yes and no. Yes, that he's actually showing up. No, because it is Bron, and I feel like them two got something cooking together. Mm. I, I was just gonna say that too. I'm wondering if this has something to do with his next move. Like, mm. okay, Jay Z strategic. Yeah. P.S. The Knicks are up. How much time left? It's about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they're, they're up by ten. Uh, yeah, I'm mute. Attention much must be paid to this shit, okay? Because New York. Anyway, 
Yeah. Mary been real no, spicy some, lately. <laughs> that was a nice spicy. Going away yeah, this real weekend, spicy. Right? Real spicy. You're going away this weekend, right? Huh? Okay. Yeah. Everything I know, pun intended. Oh yeah, Although that was I'm absolutely. I'm not gonna be there, but it was absolutely intentional. Um, <laughs> South. <laughs> um, but but my thing is, is like I don't know the shop. Typically, people are really open about, about stuff. I just don't see Jay opening up very much in in a form like this. So, and I didn't think about it with the way that you painted it. If this is basically going to be built around an announcement or even a tease for his next move, it makes more sense. I just don't see this being what you're used to getting from the shop and the, the, the depth of the conversations there because that Jay-Z just doesn't do that. But uh, I, may, I may be wrong on that one. Mary, what do you think? I mean, like I said before, it feels like it might have something to do with whatever is his next move, why he's selling off all of his assets to make room for. Um, I don't know. I mean, Jay-Z is a little unpredictable these days in terms of what he chooses to get involved with but he's definitely nothing if not strategic so i definitely know this is a move okay so we'll see yeah I'll and sometimes sometimes i underestimate my bad uh Marquise. no 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 no. go ahead sometimes we underestimate uh the power of the ego sometimes jay-z might just want to come out and show his face sometimes mm-hmm. let niggas know yo i'm still here <laughs> you know I would, what if it's an album announcement no, let's not. Please don't. Please don't. So, there, there are only five people that I can, I think, can get LeBron out. That LeBron is one of Obama, Nas, Bay, and probably um, Soldier Boy, something like that. <laughs> Soldier Boy wishes that that's that. Uh, I'm sorry, Jay Z wishes that Soldier Boy would give him the time. You know, Soldier Boy actually wrote the blueprint, all of the songs. <laughs> I believe you. Even 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 Eminem's verse. Yeah, he wrote that one too. Just stop. Don't even play like that. <laughs> we don't want to mislead our, our listeners. But they they know sarcasm when they exactly. hear it. But yeah, Jay if Jay's I can see LeBron and Jay are cool. So I can see that happening. Yeah. If that's coming back, I mean think about it. LeBron had Obama on there. So that's a platform for us. So I can see him doing it. But yeah, an announcement's coming. It's clear an announcement. Friday's gonna be a big day. There's a lot That's of shit happening Friday. Friday. There Yo, is a lot of a shit happening. There's a full moon, Friday. guys. There's a full moon in Sagittarius. <laughs> and also, don't forget that uh, wasn't it Memorial Day when Pusha dropped uh, Story of Adidon? So he's just—it's literally going to be a lot of. It's a lot of. It's a great weekend overall. Yo, Pusha, where you at, man? Come on, bro. Drop something. Fair enough. Fair enough. Push. <laughs> <laughs> moving that. Moving into that. Uh, the Shy. We talked about it. We talked about the new season started. There's been one episode released so far. Um, I'm just going to get my thoughts about this off, and we'll take it from here. The The problem with that I see The Shy falling into is that we know we know why. We're not going to get into all the whys because that's already been talked about and documented. But there were so many important characters that between the end of season two to the end of season three, it just they didn't come back for whatever reasons. And all the characters that they replaced them with have not been as strong as the as the characters that came before them. And I feel like that's starting to be. It was felt last season, but you know, you kind of said maybe they're just finding their ground with the with, you know, having such a big change to the cast. But this first episode to me was just like I, all I could think about is 
how much better some of this would have been if we still had some of the characters from the original ones from the first season. It just it's it feels the sh- it's shot very beautifully. The the actors did great jobs, but it's just the thing that made the shot special to me just isn't there anymore to me. What did you guys think about it? So I haven't had time. I'm a I'm a huge fan of the show. I haven't had time to get around to this first episode, unfortunately, but I do agree with what you said, right? And let's be real and address the elephant in the room there. I, I, at least three characters I could think of have not returned or were killed off because of personal reasons that were not really the show's intention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that did take a toll on the show. And to hear you say that you're feeling it in this third season in the opening of it is kind of like damn but i think it's a a well-written show and it's like you said you know it's beautifully shot and i mean from what i hear like so i have people in the shy so um from what i hear it's definitely you know authentic to the experience of being from the hood there and i feel like it's really important to tell those stories so I think regardless, we got to keep telling that <laughs> that story. So I'll have more to come next week, I guess. But, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, who wants to take it next? Baylor, Marquis? Um, I haven't seen the first episode yet. I'm actually watching that tonight. But I've I've heard nothing but complaints about it. And it's been the same complaints I've been hearing for maybe the last season. You know, I know that a lot of people had a problem with the third season. Um. I will say this, um, just just like Mary said, when it first popped off, especially the first season, a lot of Chicago people stamped it and said this is as accurate as you can get. As it went on, I started to see more and more complaints pile up. And that was, and some of it was, you know, it wasn't actually the show's fault because remember we had some artists that, had, I mean some artists, some uh, some actors that had to leave because of, off the court issues, you know what I mean? And then we had some people that were killed off because of some personal beliefs or whatever. Um, so they, you know, just like any TV show or or any movie, when you lose key characters, you have to somehow try to, you know, fix it or make it make sense. Um, so, and I've been all today, just today alone, I've been having a lot of people tell me, you watched the first episode then let's talk about it next week. So I'll have to watch it to see what people are actually um, complaining about before I could even say anything. Marquis? Are the Knicks up? That, by two, by with two. four minutes left. Oh, Terrible. my God. Where de Blasio steps in here again. Oh. Okay. Nothing on the shy? I'm not shy. I'm pretty outspoken. Okay. okay. So the shy, just to, just to kind of... Bring it all home. They lost Jason Mitchell, uh, the guy who played Ronnie, uh-huh. Tiffany Boone, of course, uh, Detective Cruz, who was the main character, uh, Q, who I thought was going to come back, but he was killed off between seasons again, between two and three. Reggie, we lost Reggie as well. Uh, we lost, because we lost Jason Mitchell character, Brandon, we lost his mother, who was a solid character in the show, not anything like super into it, but... Um, so that that right there is five main characters who were who were lost in this show, and the people that they, a they didn't get anybody to replace Jason. They kind of moved Emmett into that, and cool actor, 
but his storyline isn't nearly as as the fact that they try to make him the new Brandon by like giving him the food truck and this and shit. It just none of it felt organic, and it feels like they were like season three was the scramble to figure it out, and it doesn't doesn't feel like they've. Do you guys see that we're married? Yeah, I've seen that yeah. too. What the hell? Mary yeah. has just been possessed. I wasn't possessed. I'm watching the Knicks. <laughs> and they just hit a three. So it's the just the effect is going on. It's yeah, it's just it's just difficult for any show to lose. I don't I can't think of a show that ever lost that many characters that didn't take at least a season or so to get their footing. And luckily they're still the numbers are still pretty good. So it doesn't seem like they're in risk to be canceled or anything, but hopefully, you know, they can get that together as we uh move forward um with, with that show and to see what they can do. Well, in the well to your to your point though, when when a show does lose a huge character like that, we're going to wonder how like what's the next step? Because I'm still, I still think we should have Man Boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a. Huge I cannot thing. with you. You know, no. But I'm what I'm saying is the shy is not that type of show that Snowfall <laughs> is. But we expect certain, we expect certain uh, characters to be killed off at some point. The well, shy that killed mean, off. I'm, I'm wondering where where are these power spinoffs? <laughs> like what happened? Well, I thought the, by the yeah, summer but, we'd have them. Well, but the but, point so I'm trying to get at production got slowed down. COVID. Yeah. yeah. But the point, but the point I was trying to get at is building some character. Yeah. Or whatever. You know what I mean? And we haven't seen that. You know what? Well, they tried it with Emmett, but all those little stories with Inside the Shy was dope because all. All of them were there, but when you took some stories away, you tried to build the other one up. That's not that dope. Yeah, yeah. I do want to take this time to um, just shout out the greatest death I've ever seen, and you brought it up, man, boy. <laughs> oh, I'm about to die and shit. Fuck you, you bitch ass nigga. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, you ain't shit too. No, you, you forgot. You ain't Finish me off. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry. <laughs> Finish me off, nigga. You bitch ass motherfucker. Franklin, you ain't shit. Bow, bow, bow. That's what your bitch fucking. <laughs> hey, hey, Marquise. Hey, Marquise. What's up, y'all? I'm Tupac. <laughs> Please stop. Those two definitely belong in the same file. <laughs> With I'm gonna have to tell them everything I know. Oh shit. That God goes there damn. too. <laughs> that motherfucker. Jeez. Oh, oh, oh man, man. All right. So, yeah. uh, moving in to our last topic today. And unfortunately, can't I I I, I struggle with where to put this um in and I figured it'll probably be best for last. Um Black Lives Matter activist Sasha Johnson in critical condition after being shot in the head. And the thing that sucked about this is that I I, I feel like for the first day, mainstream news didn't pick up on it at all. Now, it's it's come a little bit since then, but still not even as much as that you would think. You have a young woman who was attacked and shot in the fucking head, regardless of what you what she believed in or not. And for the news not to pick this up is is disgusting, to be 100% honest. Um, who wants to take this one away first? I'll do it, since I sent it. Yo, <clears throat> how I found this shit was amazing. So my phone, for some reason, when I went to the U.K., it's still set in the UK, my, my main phone. My other phone is here. I just happen to find it on that phone. You understand what I'm saying? That's some fucked up shit. I have no idea or understand. I, I can't even comprehend how this shit isn't bigger amongst us or anyone than it, than it is. Like, this should be national fucking news. Seriously. I don't understand how this didn't make it to mainstream. No trending topic. We can talk about who's canceled. 
We can talk about, you know, the fact that J. Cole mentioned Bill Cosby in the verse. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about this. See, this is the shit that fucks me up. Seriously. I know I, I bullshit and fun, have fun every day, but shit like this is disgusting. We can talk about how black people are attacking Asians and now we're the ones who are committing hate crime. We didn't just do the stati- studies uh, about the statistics of how many people were assaulted by black people, um, Asians, versus white people that assaulted Asians. That wasn't looked up, but still, this isn't a topic. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I, who, who can disagree? It's, it's disgusting. It's, the fact that it's it's just something that is like getting swept under the rug is is fucking ridiculous. Baylor, what do you think? When you when you when you when you sent it, um, the first thing that popped in my head is that, and I've been I ain't gonna say I've been holding it in for like a month and a half, but a month and a half ago, I noticed when I was picking my son up from school, um, he pointed out he was like, "Yo, we got a student here that walks around." I seen a kid walking around with a flag, right, a huge ass flag that's attached to his backpack. And it's the Blue Lives Matter flag, right? And he's just walking home. And I'm and I, you know, and I was like, yo, is that what I think? He was like, yep. And he was like, he brings that to school every single day. I didn't see I didn't see that that kid for a whole month and a half until uh, a couple of days uh ago this week, he was there again. And the first thing that popped in my head was like, nobody says anything to him or anything like that. And I'm like, I wonder what student. I wonder if a student would get uh, suspended or expelled, or if something would happen to him if he went to school with a Black Lives Matter flag. That's the first thing that popped in my head. And you know, w- talking to my son about that, I was like, look, um, you know, we started talking about the freedom of speech and stuff like that. I said, just no, there's nowhere to exit is that. That's just all I told. Him. I was like, do you know what that means? And he said, yes, I do. So really quick. I know that um, Facebook and the rest of them are under fire, um, especially like in Australia and um, Canada, for anything that's deemed as political when it comes to like COVID vaccinations, blah, blah, blah. So they suppress a lot of information. This didn't hit none of them. And, I, and again, I bring this up and I talk about, you know, the black, black um, players owning their own league. When are we going to get our own social media? Not black Twitter. But when are we going to get our own social media where we can actually discuss shit like this and bring this to the mainstream masses where we can start taking this shit serious? Again, this didn't trend and it's still not trending. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're at the we're 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 in a we're in a uh, we're in the days where certain information like you what you sent has got to go to it, it has to hit the shade room or something like that for it to go viral. Yeah, that's hundred percent that. It ain't on Blavity. Where is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it it's. That that's just the unfortunate thing. It's up to us to educate. It's up to us to have that conversation. It's up to us to use what we have, like with this platform, and talk about it. Because if we rely on mainstream media or what are the lamestream media is what it's becoming, it it will never get out there. And so um, that's why we have to have these conversations. That's why it's important, and it's good that we do have the platform that we do. You, hey, and, and, and like you said last week when we were talking about PTSD and, and, and the issues that we face as far as psychological issues and why we need therapy, there you go. Here's a perfect example. If this was Joe Biden's son or something like that, or anybody, like, come, or um, this proud boy, whatever the fuck his name is, that'd have been national news. Oh, justice for him and shit like that. Seriously. There, I'm, I've been angry. I'm, I've been angry for a while, but this is what I'm talking about. Last week we had this conversation on why it's, it's not fair. We're not treated equal. And it's beyond that. Like, shit like this, again, is, I don't know. 
Some dude can call it the Kung Fu. Could you imagine if, 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 this, if this was Tommy Lauren? Oh man. Bruh. Or fuck it. Oh, let's man. let's keep it. Let's keep it as another black woman. If this happened to Candace Owens, it'll be plastered all over every fucking thing. Everywhere. And it probably some black on black or something. They probably make it something like that. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. So, look, Sasha, man. And you know, and you know, we have the. It's it's in funny. London. <laughs> in London. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's funny that this is happening. Uh, you know, around the hundredth anniversary of the Toss of Massacre. Um, and the year I have on the shirt. You know, uh, it, it's we need to cop that yeah. that shirt. A year um, from. Oh, hey, a year from without, George Floyd. What, yeah. It's, hey, and without even um. Before I even checked the docket, I threw this shirt on just randomly, but it just says black women. See? <sighs> but, shout you out know, it's it's a yeah, shout out to you. Absolutely. Make sure you guys are checking out Young Urban Moms. Uh but unfortunately that's the last topic for the I, I wish we could pick it back up, but I mean this is just the reality of it. And this is why when when like Marquis says he's angry. Like it it it's upsetting. We are fucking angry, and we should have the right to be angry and call out this bullshit because we lose people all the time in our culture, and it kind of it comes and goes. If it's not Prince and Michael Jackson, the mainstream doesn't really care. So, yeah. But another episode of the Breaks Radio. Um. Yeah. There's no positive way to kind of close out the show this week. Unfortunately, educate yourself, educate the people around you. Uh, Mary. You first, plug your social media. Let's get up out of here. So I'm at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms, at Young Urban Moms, and at Just Spice with a Y TV show. (laughs) Marquis? Oh, you can follow me at hashtag Sasha Johnson. Fair enough. Fair enough. Baylor? At Baylorism on Twitter, at Baylor the Great on every other uh, platform out there. Yo, man. That's it, man. You can it. follow me at CEO Hayes and CEO H A I Z. As I said, this is the this weekend's the one hundredth one hundredth anniversary of the Tulsa Massacres. Educate yourselves on it if you don't know. I can't say enough. When I posted this T shirt, like how many people asked me, like, what is that about? Like, and this is old people. Like, this is like my mom and them's family. So, like, educate the people around you. Uh, don't let them ever think that we forget about what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Don't let don't let them paint that away in history as something that, you know, they hope that we're just forgetting because it's not. And it's it's an important part of our culture that we keep the memory and the remembrance of what happened there because it shows that what we can build, what we can do if we work together on our, in our of ourselves and just you know, build something in our community. So that's what Black Wall Street means to me. And uh, hopefully it means something to everyone else too. This has been another episode of The Breaks Radio. Uh, you can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio.gmail.com. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we're out. Peace. And the next one. Day one? <laughs> yes. Okay, for sure. Yeah. I got, I got money on him as well. Well, you chose wisely. <laughs> Ho is the living, Coca-Cola's the sponsor. I run up with your boot. Ho is a monster. Yeah, they like me like that. Every girl I see wanna be white, be like that. I'm the king of some under, uh, king of the summer. Come be my Kardashian, queen of the come up. Uh, to be loved, Shakespearean, experience, to be up. Jumping off boats, hopping off another cliff Every six months I think I need a new bucket list Yeah, I think I might need a harem I'm way too much, I should share them
I'm feeling like a baron. All I need is a castle. Be my hella bare. All you need is a katsu. All I need is heaven. I don't want the hassle. God bless the child again. Hold his own. My instincts guide me through this Curtis Blow culture. Good angel, bad angel sitting on both shoulders. One be trying to gas me, manipulate me, tip me, make me have no soul. So I like to take a tally all in favor of the days when the paper wasn't major, but love was abundant before the God got the God's son upon his son.